right up a special edition of Straight Talk, Long Beach Water, 100 years. Our guest tonight, Kevin Wadier, General Manager of the Long Beach Water Department, and Dr. Suzanne Dahlman, President of the Board of Water Commissioners, all on Straight Talk tonight. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us this evening. We're focusing on the Long Beach Water Department that is celebrating 100 years. And joining us first is the general manager of the Long Beach Water Department, Kevin Wadier. Kevin, welcome back to Straight Talk. Well, it's great to be here again, Art. Thanks for having me. We have in the current issue of our Straight Talk magazine an article about Long Beach Water and its 100th anniversary. Kevin, what does that mean to you in the department? Well, this year's our 100th anniversary, and we'll talk more about the special theme we've picked. We've picked a theme that's really focusing on water conservation, and I really want to kick off the show today, Art, by saying thank you to our citizens and our other businesses and people, the great job they've done over the last few years of conserving water. They've set the standard for all of California, and uh, we're very, very proud of what they've done, and we just want them to keep up the good work. So we've, we've picked a theme that's really focusing on conservation. And I know you will soon be uh, observing your 10th anniversary as general manager of Long Beach Water, and uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, the department here in Long Beach is, is recognized throughout the country as a, as a cutting edge in water conservation. Oh, I think throughout uh, California, we've clearly set the, the standard for the whole state, and uh, we're very proud of what our city's, city has done. Well, we had a lot of snow in December and rain. Uh, does that mean that uh, the water shortage problems are over? Well, it's not over, but we've had a really crazy winter, as you know. Uh, we had a really wet beginning of the winter, and then we've had a really dry last uh, January and the beginning of February here as 
been very dry. So it's, it's now you been say a crazy it's winter. dry, but we read about these blizzards all over America and right. snow and all. You'd think that would be good for water, but somehow it bypassed California. Well, it's what's called a La Nina condition. It's a, a condition that's based on the ocean temperatures, and it's actually, it, it didn't start off the way it's supposed to. We shouldn't have had all the rain we had in December, but now f since early January and through the middle of February, the La Nina pattern has set up, and what that normally means is exactly what's happening in the country now. Warm and dry in the southwest, and the storm track is going over and coming through Canada and making all that horrible weather in the Midwest and the East. That's so what all Nina's that snow in Chicago and, and in the Midwest, that doesn't help us with water out here because it went over us. It went around us, and, and it's even most of it's missing the Rocky Mountains also now, which is important to us. Well, uh, where do we stand as far as water supply goes? I know, uh, just for the record, California, as most of you know, is built in a desert, and uh, we need to import our water from the north, right. from the Colorado River. Uh, where does it, and, of course, Long Beach has uh, aquifers which help. Right. Well, here in Long Beach, we get about 60% about of our water is from our local groundwater aquifer, and then the other 40% we buy from the Metropolitan Water District, which that comes from both northern California and from the Colorado River, so from the Rocky Mountains. So uh, we've had three tough years, as you know, and we've been in a strong conservation mode here for the last three years. We're in a lot better shape this year than we've been in the last three years. Um, we, again, we had a really good start to the winter. December was fantastic. Uh, so the reservoirs in California are really in much better shape than they've been for the last few years. They're all about normal or a little above normal right now for this time of the year. Does the amount of precipitation affect water rates? Well, it, it ultimately it forces us. It, 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 yes, it does. That's a great question because, again, we use our groundwater as much as possible, and that's by far our cheapest supply. And so if we have more local runoff, more local precipitation, then it's kind of complicated. But then they don't have to buy as much imported water, so that means that the cost for the local production stays down. And so it helps. So the us, average course yeah. is really a blend, depending on where the water comes from, aquifer water right. plus purchased water, and then you come up with a rate that reflects your actual cost. Yeah, our groundwater is only costs about one third as much as the imported water. So we use as much of the groundwater as we can. Then we only buy the imported water to to meet the rest of the demand. So the more local groundwater we have the better off it is for our rates. Now, last year, you did not have any rate increase. Uh, right. How does it look for this year? Well, it's early yet, but um, again, it looks really good. Our finances are good. Uh, I, I don't think we'll be doing any water rate increase again this year. So, What about capital investments in the piping and everything that brings the water to our home? I, I come from New York, and you know, uh, we just turn on the tap and you have water. We never thought of this huge infrastructure that has to be in place to allow that to happen? Well, our main infrastructure here in Long Beach really is to produce our groundwater. So we have our wells, and we regularly are re re rehabbing our wells to make sure that we can use as much of our local groundwater as possible. We never want to uh, lose any of that. So we have 31 wells, actually. We always are uh, rehabbing those, making sure we've always got plenty of spare capacity so we can pump as much groundwater as, as is available to us. Then we have our pipelines, and we're regularly replacing pipelines all over town to make sure that our pipelines are in good shape. We don't have a lot of main breaks. Our main breaks, for example, uh, used to be well over 100 per year. Uh, now they're about 30 per year. So we've done a really good job here in Long Beach of replacing our water mains to, to reduce our main breaks. And then also, uh, of course, our treatment plant where we actually treat the water. We treat our groundwater here to a very high degree before we serve it, which is unusual. Most of the people in this region don't treat their groundwater. They just pump it out and serve it. We treat our groundwater to remove 
some of the aesthetic concerns that there are with the groundwater here because we're right over the Newport Inglewood Fault, and so there's some aesthetic concerns. So we fully treat our water before we serve it. And what about reconstituting water, water that's uh, used for watering golf courses and that kind uh, can 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 we use that in an efficient way? Yeah, we actually uh, about twelve percent of our supply actually is recycled water that we get from a LA County wastewater plant here near El Dorado Park, and we use that to water all the golf courses and and the large parks throughout Long Beach, some of the school sites and such, and and we're always continuing to expand our recycled water because then that reduces our demand for for the more expensive imported water. Great. Well, in the next segment, we'll be joined by Dr. Suzanne Dahlman, the president of the Board of Water Commissioners. Stay with us. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. Getting kids to care about economics is easier than you think. You just need to find a connection. Like how the Port of Long Beach supports one in eight jobs in our city alone. And how the Port's commitment to going green is creating even more new jobs. So the Port of Long Beach? Cool. My no texting in class policy? Not so cool. The Port of Long Beach. Investing in jobs. Investing in you. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh no! I regularly trail sniffing. Been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, Dog. I'm totally naked right now. We're back, joined now by Dr. Suzanne Dahlman, who is the president of the board of Water Commissioners. Uh, Dr. Dolman, welcome to our show. Thank you, Art. Nice to be here. Uh, give our viewers a <laughs> sense of the role of the board. You're the president of the board. Yes. You've been on the board for three years. What is the role of the board vis-a-vis -vis the Water Department? The role of the Water Board is to oversee the Water Department, so we set policy, we approve rates, we approve the budget, and any new initiatives that the Water Department wants to undertake such as conservation programs. And you are a professor of geology, geography, geography here at Long Beach State, one of I my am. colleagues, and mm -hmm. so you bring particular expertise to this role. Yes, I teach in environmental geography, a lot of water resources and uh, environmental policy, California water, so it's And just speak to the issue of that water is life. Well, water is life, clearly. You know, without water, nothing can live. 
So it's a, it's very important. And I kind of chuckle when I hear things that yeah, water is essential to our city. Well, it's essential to everything that that lives on Earth. And a lot of planning and effort go to bringing us our water in our home. The the aqueducts, the mm -hmm. aquifers we refer to. Mm -hmm. There's a huge infrastructure that absolutely. allows us to turn on the water, force it, and have water. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of people don't really appreciate that or understand where our water comes from. And Kevin referred in the <clears> first <throat> segment to, uh, to conservation efforts. And you have a very aggressive 100 by 100 program. Tell us about that. Well, as Kevin said, we're uh, facing our 100th anniversary this year for the water department. And our water use in the city right now per capita is about 101, just, just slightly over 101 gallons per person per day. 101 gallons per person per day. Right. Okay. So that's total water use divided by the number of customers. It's not sure. necessarily that right. we're all using 100 in our homes. <laughs> and so if we can get that down to 100, then we are guaranteed reliability through the Metropolitan Water District. And we're very, very close right now. So we're tying that into our 100th anniversary. And Kevin, we would be one of the first departments to, to reach that goal, as oh, I understand. Oh, that's a very, very low standard. Here in, in California, you know, some of the coastal cities are close to that. But here in Southern California, that would be, um, <coughs> as for a large city, that would be the best around. And you and the board instituted uh, three and a half years ago a cutting-edge mandatory conservation plan. You were ahead of the curve. Well, mm -hmm. again, yeah, and, and that's really important in terms of what we're talking about today. When we look at what's happening with California water and all the issues going on, um, we've tried to put an ethic in place here in Long Beach that, that no matter what happens with the weather, the weather will come and go. We'll have El Ninos and La Ninas and wet periods and dry periods, but we're in kind of a structural deficit of water supply versus demand, and so we needed a permanent lifestyle change to get the demand down so that we're back in balance, and that's what we've done. And it's a very, very important now that we that we don't turn back, that we keep it up, and we do a great job because we've now got our our demand down there where it's now consistent with our supplies. And the board uh, obviously fully supports this policy of conservation. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's the hundredth anniversary, so congratulations uh, you. to you guys. Uh, give us a little sense of the, of the history of uh, Long Beach Water Department, why it was created, and when. Well, up until 1911, all the water, of course, Long Beach was a lot smaller then, but up until then there was a couple of private water companies that were serving various parts of the city. So in the summer of 1911, there was actually a citywide ballot initiative to, to um, uh, authorize uh, $800,000, which was a lot of money in 1911, to buy out these two private water companies and form the water department. And then three days later, the city council passed an emergency resolution to create the water department. So that all happened in a very short period of time in the summer of 1911, so we're coming up on our hand. Do anniversary. most cities have municipally owned water departments today? Most do, but Long Beach and Los Angeles are kind of unique because of our governance structure. Most smaller cities, their water department is under the city manager, but again, uh, 20 years later in 1931, Long Beach really modeled itself after Los Angeles and created this separate standalone board of water commissioners, which is really solely focused on providing for the water needs of what people then viewed and what has come to be true of a large city here in California. Well, Suzanne, I have noticed, and I've said this publicly before, that uh, some of the best-run entities in this city are have separate commissions, and mm -hmm. I, I uh, put it right near the top of the list, the, 
the water department, also Long Beach Transit is run by a separate commission, and the port. And uh, it's just my personal view, uh, certainly, that, and I think others share it, that those are three entities that are run quite well. Well, thank you, and, and I would agree with that. And part of that, I think, is the independence of the commission. We don't report to the city council. The commissioners are not voted in. They're appointed by the mayor. So that gives us, I think, a, a, a little bit more autonomy to make the best decisions for the department. And you all have your own source of revenues, water rates yes. in your case, transit fares in the mm -hmm. bus company, and, of course, the fees from the port. Mm -hmm. That's true. So... Um, <clears throat> Well, uh, what are we going to be looking for in in this 100th anniversary year? Some special events? Well, again, we've picked the theme of 100 by 100, so I think you can kind of see now the theme. The theme is to get our per capita water use down to 100, which would be the – actually, it's the same right now as it was in 1945. Can you believe that? Really? Nice. It, 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 it was 100 in 1945. It went way up to uh, about 150, and we're now back to 101. So we've picked this theme of 100 by 100, and we really want the community to help us get to celebrate this year and get down to 100 gallons by, by, the, by the summer. So you don't want to waste water. You don't want to spend too much time in the shower, and you certainly don't want to be uh, uh, sprinkling uh, a lot of water on your lawns. We'll talk about that more in the next <laughs> segment, but we all can be part of the celebration by uh, being water conscious. Exactly. And I remember years ago, coming from New York, we had a shortage then, and they came up with a theme, don't be a drip, save every drop. <laughs> so uh, we'll be continuing this discussion, but stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to run in my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. Italy's a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. 
It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. We are back continuing our focus on Long Beach water. Kevin, uh, you've done a lot, but uh, you got to continue this focus on conservation, right? It's not something that you do once and then applaud and go home. Absolutely. And again, our focus is on a, a long-term permanent trend. So the, you know, the program we have now that we're really excited about is what we call our lawn to garden program. In a typical family home, you use 50 to 70% outside. So we're trying to get people to convert their lawn to something that's more 50% of the water is outside oh. the home, not showers, not baths, yeah. but oh, if lawn and stuff. Yeah, and, least, and if yeah. you have a big lawn, it can be 70%. So you have this theme, get off the grass. Right, get off the grass. That's our theme. Yeah. And Suzanne, you as the president have walked the walk. Tell us about what you did at your home. Well, we bought our house two and a half years ago, so it was my first backyard since I was a kid. And, of course, it had the standard grass, and we just made a decision last summer. We had a design to replace it with uh, drought-tolerant plants, and we implemented it in October. We hired, hired a firm, uh, realizing that if left to our own devices, it would never get done. So we hired a firm to do the installation, and so in two weeks we went from complete lawn to complete drought-tolerant. So that beautiful grass lawn is not good for water conservation, and California has a whole variety of drought-tolerant plants that look mm -hmm. beautiful that use a lot less water. Absolutely. We've, so, we've had a lot of compliments on the design and, and the way it looks, too. We're the only one on our block so far. There you go. <laughs> and, Kevin, the Long Beach Water Department provides subsidies for homeowners that are willing to do this. That's right. We will provide, for uh, not just for homes, but for all of our customers, uh, up to $2.50 a square foot for up to 1,000 square feet, so up to $2,500 per customer for either your front or side yard to tear out the grass and put in the kind of California-friendly landscapes we're looking for. So think about it. Uh, you can qualify for that program Contact the water department at the website or telephone number we put up at the end of the segment, and you can be a good citizen, get a beautiful California drought-friendly uh, uh, garden, and uh, help with this conservation effort. And save on your water bill. Well, you know, you have gotten uh, the whole town behind your efforts, so uh, congratulations uh, on that, and uh, I know you want to say a few things to the the people of Long Beach. Well, again, I, w I want to just again say thank you. Keep up the good work. Long Beach is leading the state, leading the country. We want to have a great 100 by 100 celebration this summer. And so, you know, again, take advantage of that Lawn to Garden program. We've got 150 that are already done, another 150 that are in construction, another 100 that are in the pipelines. So by this summer, we'll have 400 of these mostly homes that have been converted. So we really want to encourage everybody, take a look at that program. It's, it's, it's really nice, and you'll enjoy it. And Suzanne, mm -hmm. finally, just on a personal note, tell me what it, it means to you to be, uh, particularly as a professor of geography in the <laughs> field, what does it mean to, to you personally to be serving on the board of a department that is so well run and, uh, uh, and is, is doing cutting edge stuff? It really is an honor, Art, and I'm not just <laughs> saying that. The water, water department is very progressive, and it's, it's wonderful to be a part of that and to be able to give service to the city as part Great. of the commission. Okay, we will be back with the remaining portions of Straight Talk after these messages.
Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. We are very fortunate in Long Beach to have a first-class water department, high-quality management, and the type of service that we get each and every week from Long Beach Water. And Kevin, uh, thank you and your staff for, for the job that you're doing. Uh, uh, final words to our audience. Well, again, thank you to all of our customers. Long Beach has done a tremendous job. We're very, very proud of our city, and we just want to thank them again and say, let's keep up the good work. Let's keep providing that leadership for all of California. And Suzanne, mm -hmm. thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thank and you, for Art. the work My that pleasure. you and the board members do to assuring quality, reliable, and uh, reasonably low-cost water for mm -hmm. our community. And it tastes good, too. And it tastes good. And it is. Tap water is good. You don't have to buy those $3 bottles. <laughs> Just get the tap water. Let's have a little toast to Long Beach Water. Here, here. <laughs> Join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.